podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Dakum Show. It is Friday. It is a double down. It's Edge Rush. It's FFS. Prop O in the house. His favorite picks of the week. Mine as well. We had a mixed bag last week. A lot came in, some didn't. But overall in the season, we're doing all right, Jack. And we're going to aim to go again. So we're going to be looking at the Week 10 slate, breaking down a lot of the games, what we like, and then picking our show team of the week for our Nakum Show Listener League, our Daily Fantasy Leagues. There is a lot to get into. Sit back and relax. More football chat right here on the NC Show. So, Propo, I've been thinking about... The baddest beats I've I've ever had. Um, you mm-hmm. remember, of course, the backdoor cover via pick six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the last play of the game, pick six backdoor cover. Um, the game, I think, the, the Cardinals game was this last season when I was on the over and they were a mm-hmm. point off hitting the total by halftime, and then it was a scoreless third and fourth quarter. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where does the Seahawks plus six and a half <laughs> rank? <laughs> with those i mean it's got to be up there with carlson 70 20 hall of fame hall of fame yeah, yeah. it's got to be the 70 20 betting the under i think it must be about what under 46 in that game betting the under and there being 90 points and then you betting at plus six and a half and them losing by what was it 30 points it's not quite as bad as carlson's like carlson's might be the worst bet in history whereas yours is like mm. we've all been Top there 10. where we yeah. yeah where we've bet we've bet a game and immediately realized oh dear this was definitely the wrong side uh my bad beats by the way and also mm. i'd like to bring this up almost immediately you yes. were saying that i got jammy this week with my drew lock of the week so jammy not that jammy tommy devito is in the game Danny yeah. DeVito's dad was literally playing quarterback. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I have no idea how uh, the Giants' defense managed to be that bad. But yeah, it got a little bit jammy. But at the end of the day, speaking mm. of bad beats, last week I lost both the Acker mm. and my under to a headbutt interception. A headbutt True. interception. Yeah, True. literally. And <laughs> also, like they didn't even... Like this week, if you're back to the Browns, the only thing that I would say is more embarrassing than losing the under to a headbutt interception mm. is scoring a headbutt touchdown and then celebrating and pointing to God as if you've just done one of the greatest things of all time. What I love about that, uh, Mike and I talked a bit about it on the Monday show in the vault. Go check that out. What I love about it all is it looked intentional when you threw it. It was like, were you just looking to, are you that? It's the kind of thing Mahomes might try at some point. Yeah, in his career, yeah, right? yeah. Just an intentional rebound of somebody's helmet. I mean, unbelievable. You know what? In the, um, in the brilliant Marek Larwood show, also in the vault, uh, go check that out. Marek is in fine form and it's a lot, a lot of fun. In 57 seconds, I asked Marek, which of the NC show crew, if the if his kicker went down, he would pick to kick a game-winning field goal. Mate, I've got to say, and Marriott answered it, not me. He went, he went with me. Yes, because he just, probably doesn't know who I am. Yeah, what are you talking about? He doesn't know who He probably you doesn't are. know who I am. I'm just that bloke that he texts when the payment's late, you know? That, that's well, <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I doubt he's going to be no, like... He knows who you are, because he was talking about the Passyunk Avenue Thanksgiving watch-along, which, of course, Propo's going to be at. And uh, if you want to get in on that, by the way, because it is sold out, 
then there is a competition running. Subscribe to us on YouTube and just tag us to show you subscribe to us on YouTube on a YouTube channel. You can go and see Marek's 57 seconds on there, videos from Edge Rush, all your faves over on the YouTube channel. It's a bonus stuff coming as well. We're just building it up. So go and support it. We massively appreciate that. Build up the subscriber base on there. Uh, Marek was talking about the Passyunk Avenue Thanksgiving watch along and imagine it like a wedding table, right? With me in the center, he said. And like, where would he be on that table? But he said, uh, Ol- he goes, Marek, Mike's going to be next to you. Ollie's going to be next to you. So he knows, he knows exactly who uh, well, that's even worse. I was hoping that he didn't know who I am. But what he probably doesn't realize yeah. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah. is that I have an absolute wand of a left foot. That's probably what he doesn't realize. Uh, we, I genuinely am one of these fair, people who am convinced that if I dedicated a certain amount of time to it, I could be a kicker in the NFL. <laughs> I was there. I was a prop, a second row, a mm. number eight playing rugby. And I always goal kicked always because mm. of just like because obviously we were keepers like being a keeper yeah it's naturally like well that's basically what you do growing up being a goalkeeper is practicing kicking the ball really really far and really really straight yeah so it is one of those things that um I, i'm very convinced that if any position in sport i could do it probably would be a kicker in the nfl i reckon this is actually quite nostalgic because mm. i just got deja vu because mm. i think we talked about this like it must have been like the third ever time we did edge rush i think we might have done because around yeah. after the miami well, maybe it was, after, was it before the miami no, it was after we after did edge rush miami, after yeah. the miami super bowl started doing edge rush yeah because i did the kick i kind of ve- vaguely and i use it so i'm loosely redeemed myself <laughs> redeemed myself with a kick after the throwing but you know what vegas is going to have the nfl experience again right we've got to go we've got to go head to head this yeah, I know, but you're doing that superstar like Kim Kardashian thing where you're flying in like literally the day of the Super Bowl. And make it when we're really, it. really hungover on the Monday. We've got to do it. <laughs> Let's do it all. Come on. We could do I wanna I wanna I'm you know what? The moment I did the quarterback, uh did the quarterback challenge and Oloski uh, dismantled me you know i've been basically training every single day from that day forwards right <laughs> so i will be set the kicking one is the one i'm most i think we do a kicking challenge though i think uh, we go i made yeah. a four, i made a 45 yarder with converses on last time so, so here's what here's what you'll probably beat me in it but i maybe keep up for a little bit i'll take you in the sprint so yeah, then it'll come sure. down to the come down to the the throw the throwing's interesting because uh, I've really never thrown an American football before. Have I told you the story about what happened in uh, Arizona? Oh, this sounds great. Did you, was was it as bad as my throw? No, no. See, this is the thing. So it's, sadly, it's 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 the opposite way. But I basically, we had a, at our table in the middle of Radio Row, Talk Sports table in the middle of Radio Row, we had an American football, obviously, just there for the for the shot and for the um, for the visuals. Mm. And me and Ollie Wilson, the commentator, were just throwing it back and forth, throwing it back and forth. I really have never thrown an American football before. Mm. And one of the tables, probably about 20 yards away from us, was Kevin Durant's podcast, mm-hmm. which might have been in the collection of some of the coolest people in the whole of Radio Row. And as you know, that's not necessarily a hard thing, but like it's very, like very, very cool people. One of the which guys, and he sees us with the ball and starts running and says, throw it, throw it, like to me. And I would say he's about 35 yards downfield. And I have amazing. this awful moment where I'm like, there's cameras, there's podcast equipment. Oh my radio, God, this is amazing. Everywhere, yeah. literally everywhere. And I'm thinking, and like honestly, I think, I'm pretty sure I heard Ollie Wilson pitch. say, don't do it. Like I think <laughs> I said, Ollie Wilson no. literally said the words, don't do it, because he's seen the throws I've been throwing to him. I've never thrown a spiral in my life. And I throw it. Nah, I swear to God, it could Nailed not it. have been any better. It, it literally hit him like it was right in the face with his hands up perfectly. And he I still managed even to like, catch it as he's like, running away. Like blow his hands like, oh, that had some zing on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. And it, it even comes wow. up to me and says, that's one a hell of a throw, man. Like, you must play a lot oh, of ball. Oh, made it. Made Honestly, played a lot of ball. 
Oh my god! Honestly, I've never been. I just turned around to all of the talk sport lot behind me after I threw it, and they said they've never seen a more simultaneously smug but surprised face. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Oh, I love the fact you nailed it. I love the fact that you must have played a lot of ball. Yeah, and Jeez. I've honestly never thrown an American yeah. football in my entire life. I probably missed like a three-yard throw to Ollie Wilson within like seconds later. It's like this guy with you know. Um, in the five-a-side leagues we play and they have the refs, right? And they kind of rotate. And there yeah. was this one game that went quite well for us. And um, the guy came up, uh, the ref came up after me, uh, after the game and said, oh, brilliant, mate, really well played. So thank you very much. And he goes, you've, you've obviously like, um, you've like played at a certain level. <laughs> What's he say to that? Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. also, the, well, the others are around as well. I like, thinking, oh yeah, bollocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can't be like, yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, I was uh, semi-pro. I was academy. <laughs> I've got oh. to do a quick. I've got a quick question for you, five side yeah. outside, because you play a lot of league five side. Mm. I've started playing for a team, an oh, eight yeah. side team, um, mm. on a Saturday, and we were going up against top of league. Um, very good footballers, range of sort of Italians and English people, a lot of, lot of diving, a lot of like hands and it all being like, oh, the ref, the ref some bloke, yeah. the ref some bloke who's sitting in the corner really doesn't care, just wants to collect mm. his t- 20 quid and leave mm-hmm. basically. So he wasn't paying any attention to the game and it all got a little bit out of hand. Mm. We're losing 1-0, scrappy game. And then uh, like literally about 10 minutes, still about 10 minutes to go, five minutes to go. They just start going to the corner literally every single time they get the ball, whether it's their oh. corner or the other corner. Does that happen in your league? I mean, that is just shameful. I suppose the closest is, if we know it's like a key game, in our league, there's four teams that are always kind of there or thereabouts, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we're one of the four. We're third okay. first, so I get Okay, it, so at the top of the team, yeah. So yeah. I guess there's a bit of shithousery in that, oh, I'll, you know, back, because you're allowed to back pass and like back pass the keeper can pick it up. So but surely quite, not over and over. Not, not you're allowed to you, theoretically in the in the league we play, and you are allowed to do it. And no one's <laughs> ever taken the taken it and got that like, couple of times. This actually, team would know. have definitely done that if they could. This is <laughs> really that kind are. of team. Yeah, yeah, that kind of team. What would happen? And I'm sure you've got the equivalent player. Maybe it's you, Propo, in your team. After about the fourth time. Uh, AJ would just go into, into no, no. So that's what happened. Yeah. It just ended yeah. up in fights. It just yeah, ended up exactly. because obviously yeah, one yeah. of our one of our players isn't necessarily, I would say, the, has the coolest head. Yeah. And the first and this yeah. first time he did it, we got it cleared it out. The second time he did it, he just went and absolutely clattered him, like mm. absolutely took him out. And the refs on the other side of the pitch, not even paying attention, so it just mm. ends up being a fight. The refs not going to stop anything. No, because he's so, a but then it way. ends up working in their favour anyway because he just oh. wastes a load of time so as well. Yeah, we lost one. Yeah, you'll get those those revenge victories. This though aren't they yeah you know yeah. one more on this then we better get down to businesses you feel the producer phil spooner of course legendary uh member of the, of the crew of course goes way back americanish days of course produced us back in the radio five days for those that remember those channel four now uh of course a high a ranking exec at amazon he is part of our of five aside team one of the newer recruits in the last last uh year or so he he can handle himself at all. Also, he's quite, mm. gets quite physical. Like, mm. he like so, when I think about if we did have some shenanigans from a rival team like that, I think it would be. I think oh, who would most like to get a red card? I think it would be Phil the producer. Yeah, yeah. Who's the, who's the one who's going to go in and clatter them from? Behind? I think it would be, be fucking. Yeah, Phil's a big unit as well. So that's a bit of nostalgia for your old school crew out there, right? So I guess bad beat for me on uh, the Drew Lock. Yours, Landis. So we're both four and five now, right? So we're both four and five. Ben is three and zero. Oh. oh God, where's ChatGPT? Two and two. Okay, all right, I can take yeah. that. But Benny's yeah, so on. Benny's on fire. Benny is on fire. I have noticed that he does this thing where he basically, and he's done. He just backs whichever team is playing the worst team. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so God, last okay, week, 
You yeah. better not be, it's not picking the Cowboys this week, is he? No, he hasn't okay. picked the Cowboys. That's that's that would be the obvious shout. But he's picked the um, he's picked. Which I say it now. Yeah, he's picked the Bills against the Broncos on Monday Night Football, which I think is an interesting shout because I think Ooh, let's get straight possible into upset, that. Possible upset. All right, what yeah. are you thinking? What are you thinking? Why? In what world? From what we've seen from the Buffalo Bills over the past couple of weeks, no matter if it's the Denver Broncos, who are by the way off the back of just beating the Chiefs. Yep. Um, Laying seven and a half points? Do the Bills deserve to be laying seven and a half points against the Broncos? Absolutely not. I think it's properly disrespectful to the Broncos. I mean, look, they are not a good side in totality, but as they proved against the Chiefs, and, you know, maybe things are starting to kind of click a little bit for them on both sides, because their defense has been the surprising letdown this season, of course. It's starting to to, to get something going. And I don't know, I I think seven and a half. I I saw that line, and I was quite tempted with the Broncos so was I yeah but then I'm always scared I've no I've learned this now because I think there's quite a few and we said it last week I said the Seahawks line Mm. I thought that was a trap I thought the bookies were laying a trap and I was proven right because I thought the Seahawks were the obvious play they're a five and two team and they don't sort of deserve to be giving up that many points because of what we've seen from them and I think the Broncos off the back of back-to-back wins beat the Packers obviously not necessarily that hard but then being the Chiefs obviously who went and managed to beat the Dolphins in Germany this week Mm. very impressively I think the Denver Broncos giving seven and a half points to the Bills yeah I think that's a trap to me I think that's a trap I don't know if Ben is reading into it as much as I am or if Mm. I'm overthinking it but surely the Broncos are going to become a public underdog because the last time they played was in prime time against the Chiefs and they managed mm-hmm. to beat them. And we've just seen the Bills lose to the Bengals in prime time. Mm-hmm. And everyone believes this defense isn't playing to nearly its best ability. And everyone thinks the offense is slightly broken despite Josh Allen playing as well as he possibly can. Mm-hmm. So I'm concerned about this, to be honest with you, because immediately I thought Broncos, but then that number... Is weird to me. I don't think there's any way that the Bills, with the way that they're playing at the minute, they're evens to make the playoffs now. The Bills. That is that is nuts. So that's giving up the East to that's giving up the East to the Finns, right? And yeah, it's giving up they, the East to the Finns, and then the, the AFC North because the North is, is rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of issues on that. Is an interesting bet the Bills not making the playoffs. The, there is a lot of obviously a lot of issues defensively with the injuries, but offensively they are just out of kilter. You know, Carson was postulating that. It's you know really ever since Dayball's gone that things mm. haven't haven't been right there and I think yeah that is I'm really interested on on the Broncos plus seven and a half there so I might oppose Ben but who am I to oppose Ben who are we to oppose Ben when he's three and zero oh? mind you proper and we're going to be picking our FFS team of the week a bit later on you absolutely rolled the, your yeah. FFS team right you won and that is that money coming to our shelter charity pot or are you going to just no, of course it's coming to it of course it's coming to the shelter the shelter pot I heard that uh, call out on uh, yeah. I was only joking <laughs> yeah. last time that I'd already oh, lost yeah. it okay. yeah if I maybe had a, a bad a week and maybe it would it would have gone straight to Fitstairs but I like fortunately had a good week so yeah I'm more than happy you're a good man proper you know I'm um, I'm picking the team this week which doesn't I'm sure fill many with confidence this is the, this this I don't know it's a bit like when we agree on something we back something it's either really good or really bad news. Mm. I picked my team and then I was just playing around. I thought, okay, we need to start winning some money for shelter. I'm going to do a bit of research here. And just went and I did a bit of a deep dive on some of their daily fantasy sharps um, columns. Mm. And there was one that had three or four of the same picks as me. <laughs> so oh, really? Either maybe things are turning the corner or what that. What did you do? Well, where did you come last week? I did all right. I did all right. Kind of mid, because I picked a team. 
Did I pick our show team last week? I can't remember. No, uh, Ben picked the show ben team picked, last week. Didn't do I very well. I picked my separate one. I picked a separate one. Entered it into class. Did all right. Like a non NT show listener league one. Just one of the the big gun ones. Uh, do you want me to make you really happy? Do you know who came? Uh, do you know who came last in the big guns one in the five dollar league? Who? The guru. Who <laughs> came last? Yeah, he came last. <laughs> and this is meant to be like his big return, isn't it? Oh, Coming back next it. week the or whatever. Guru. But I just. I always have a look to see where I can find you, especially after I've done well, obviously, where I can find you, Ben, and um, and uh, the guru. And seeing the guru coming dead last really did give me a chuckle, I have to say. There is hope for us all. And what is yeah. the, the equivalent of like some sort of kryptonite with the guru? Yeah, he's like... like um... But he's right. It's boom or bust. That's the whole point of fantasy, isn't it? It's boom or bust, daily fantasy. Yeah. Like you're going for... Yeah, I picked exactly. a team also this week as well, which I'll share. Because obviously the only reason why I think I've done relatively well this season long is because I've been... Mm successful with my prop bets as we've done in the podcast and it's a relatively similar concept in being able to predict which player is going to have big games yeah. each week so yeah. i'm uh true, yeah actually of course i hadn't made that of course you're good at this you are the prop king of plumpton all right so uh benny so we need to get chat i'm a bit worried about ben on the show this week because he seems to have a good relationship with chat gpt what are we going to mm. ask chat gpt that i'm going to try and get back in chat gpt's good books um so, what so let's go gonna... let's go to tampa bay tennessee because that's a pick em. Can you pick Tampa Bay versus that also oh, here by the we way, go. talking about bad beats, by the way, mate. Guess. I had Tampa Bay plus two and a half. One of the greatest good wins I've ever had in my entire life. Because obviously, if the Houston Texans had a kicker who could kick, they would have just kicked the extra point and won by three points. But because they didn't, they just took a knee in the last minute go yeah. for the two-point conversion just to waste a little bit of time yeah. i was honestly and as you know i have to be in bed early on a sunday night but that of one course, was keeping me awake yeah. because it was a part of a parlay that i yeah. needed to come off and i i can't tell you i've never celebrated someone taking a knee so much in my entire life because i thought they were going to use that kicker again and see if they can kick the extra point yeah yeah yeah. So yeah i was yeah. terrified that he was going to come out and then i was going to lose to a running back kicking a winning point but then when <laughs> they decided time, to take the knee yeah I was honestly, I've never celebrated. I love so it. Hard I love it when things, things come yeah. good like that. Um, ChatGPT is is sort of turning into AZ Central for us, all, no, um, no. which as we established on last week's show, behind a paywall now. Uh, paywall mm. now. So it's just giving me loads of gen- generic bland blandiness. Like a matchup between these two teams, excuse me, would be highly competitive. It could go either way, depending mm. on various factors like injuries team dynamics and location of the game that's what AC Central have been doing yeah, that, yeah. to write their copy I mean allegedly I'm obviously not suggesting that any any AC Central journalist does that okay. that comes in court against yeah. AC Central <laughs> here we go I take that, all of that back I retracted it was just a joke please make a pick back to the generic the actual outcome of such a, ma- a matchup would depend on various factors, including the current season's performance and team dynamics. This is great that we found it because now we can't get on AZ Central um, because of the paywall. We can just use ChatGPT. Chat, yeah, exactly. Please, can you? Pick? All right, proper. You try and get try and get an answer out of Chat Bloody GPT. Yeah, what's your first game you're going to pick? Okay, so I uh, I've got my eyes on two games this week. The first, actually, the reason I asked whether Ben was going to go on uh, the Dallas-New York Giants game. It is a massive line. In fact, it's the biggest this season, isn't it? Yeah. Um, at the time of recording this, and we are recording this a little bit earlier this week because Benny and I are off to Florida, uh, which is why Ben isn't on the show. He's Because, you know, Benny's got 15 hours to pack. So we're off to Florida uh, tomorrow, right? So we're recording this on Wednesday night, so, so bear that in mind. Um, but at the time of recording, the line's 16 and a half. Um, but I'm really tam- tempted, tempted here with the Cowboys. 
I really am. I, I know, I know. Because, I mean, honestly, if it's DeVito starting at quarterback, yeah. going up oh. against that Dallas Cowboys defense, going to AT&T Stadium just feels so unfair. It feels like Clayton Tune versus the Browns all over again, doesn't it? It feels like totally. we're going to rewatch it, that. It does. 49 sacks conceded the Giants, number one in the, in the NFL, up against this ferocious front of Dallas. They are 26 in defensive DVOA. The Giants 32nd in offensive DVOA. And, of course, that is partly because of the injuries in recent weeks. But... If it's ever a week that number's going to be accentuated, it's Tommy DeVito or Matt Barkley. That's who we've got. They're going to score, what, nine points if they're lucky? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if they're lucky, genuinely. If they're, if they're lucky. So if you think the Cowboys here are going to rack up 26, is my math mm. right here? Yeah, 26 or more against this Giants defense, which I think is significantly possible. I think all all the way down. So I'm not certain yet if it's going to be my Drew Lock, but I'm definitely no. taking taking action on the Cowboys by 16 and a half. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And obviously we don't see it that much, but going below 17 obviously does make it a key number as well. So getting that key 16 and a half is ideal. And I, yeah, I mean, you're a real brave man. I, I put these shout outs a lot, but if you're going to back the New York Giants this week, then let me know why and how brave you actually are because it worry you though all that always worries me backing a big big spread of course like it that. does because you could easily end up for the last quarter say being the backup cow uh, quarterback for the cowboys and the yeah. giants just having that spirited run or there's a turnover and they score a couple of quick touchdowns which mean they cover seven jammy i mean yeah just cover, a yeah. jammy backdoor yeah. cover i mean it, it happens we see it relatively frequently and that's why you don't see necessarily always that much money bet on games with mm. this bigger spread because at certain points it becomes quite fortuitous as to whether or not you're going to win it because backdoor covers are that frequent in the NFL because why would you keep that Prescott, C.D. Lamb out there when mm. you know that you're going to win the game for, say, the final quarter? But it's a fast... I mean, it's. I just can't believe that we're getting to this point where the they never thought that DeVito was going to be their quarterback either. They obviously had Tyrod Taylor. They had Daniel Jones. Yep. They paid yeah, yeah. Daniel Jones. DeVito was just there so they could pay him as little money as possible to free up cap space elsewhere. Mm. And he's managed to end up being the starting quarterback for various different reasons. And it is honestly absolutely bizarre. He looked like a real deer corn headlights, rabbit corn headlights yeah. um, last week. And I can't see him having any success. It would be one of those all-time weird NFL moments if DeVito managed to come out. But then again, after seeing what Josh Dobbs did last week, anything's possible. You know what, though? You're right. There is the element of just some crazy, like, Pollard fumbles. And yeah, just blah, things going in the opposite way. Horrible. But I, do, I, I don't think so. It's good. I'm heavily on them. Uh, the, I, I think number... Do you think the line will be better up as well? Do you think it'll go over? I think on Sunday, I reckon yeah. what you're going to see now is those... those betters though those like sharp betters who just don't believe that anyone can cover this bigger spread mm -hmm. and i think they're inevitably going to come in on the giants take mm -hmm. the number while it's that big mm -hmm. but then i think on sunday i think you're going to see i Public. think if you want to bet the cowboys i think you want yeah. to bet them on saturday potentially because i think that's when you're going to get the best of the number because on sunday yeah. people are going to wake up in the morning and just see that and be like there's no way the giants are covering that spread because there's no way they can score any points and uh, dallas get it as well okay so that is the the first one i'm looking at the second game i'm really interested in is and this I'm I'm really interested to see whether you think it's a it's a trap or not. It's the the second game bounce for Antonio Pierce mm. and Vegas against mm. uh, the Jets. I know you're thrilled that it's uh, still Sunday night football. <laughs> and uh, the honestly, the prime time. Do you see my message in the chat? The prime time yeah. games this week are an absolute joke. They're an absolute I mean, joke. Betty and I are going to be because we're traveling. We're going to the Florida State Miami game. Um, 
uh, on the Saturday and then we're flying back on the Sunday. And unfortunately, the way the flights are going, we couldn't get to the Jags game. Uh, it just didn't make sense to do it. So we're going to hole up in. Uh, we found there's a hotel near Orlando Airport, which has, looks like it has a really decent hotel mm. bar. So we're just going to hole up before the flight and just watch because of course you've got the frankfurt game as well you're gonna be over in frankfurt probably yeah. for that so we're gonna we're gonna be there early and uh and catch a lot of the action so we're gonna we don't care really what what games are on because we're just gonna be uh necking a few beers and scarfing a few burgers and, and enjoying it that way but yeah it, it's insane that this is still the prime time this is the that's it's sunday night football the biggest game of the week um so here's a question for you Antonio Pierce is a brilliant story. America and I get into Incredible. this a lot on, on our show. So we'll go listen to that for the Antonio Pierce loving. And on that, I suggest it's a long shot, but you never know. You might land the gig. I was looking at the odds, seeing as this is Edge Rush, of next Raiders head coach. Yeah. Ron Rivera is the second favorite. Really? Yeah. Ron Rivera. I mean, so the commanders move on. They want a hipster young coach. Obviously, fire sale at the deadline. Yeti, Surely yeti, they're going to get Biennemi. Surely yeah. Biennemi is going to become the head coach for the what, commanders. For the commanders to see. Yeah. 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 You, you know, I think it's an inside rail pick. There's five more pounds in the in the shelter box. Um, Bobby Slowick, I think, will be... That, uh, this early? You think yeah, that's, I, that's I, it? I really, look at... I, I think there'll be a lot of buzz about him in yeah. the season. I'm not sure he'll get the nod, but I reckon he'll be interviewed for a lot of, a lot of jobs. This, this, you know, who I can imagine as well as whoever gets the um, number one pick as well, whoever gets Caleb Williams, whoever gets Drake may, mm. they'll probably say like, look what Bobby Sturk managed to do with CJ Stroud. We can replicate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. It's going to be like that classic narrative, isn't it? Do you think any, who do you think's next to go? Eber, do you think Eberfuss will go? Eberfluss, there's a good chance that Eberfluss goes. I mean, the person who I personally think should go, but mm. he's got a winning record right now. They're probably going to win the division. They're going to make the playoffs. But I think they've actually got a decent team, a decent roster, and the head coach is just shambolic, is um, Dennis Allen. Why the hell did they not kick that field goal last week to make it yeah. a two-score game? Yeah, did yeah, it yeah. Over and over again, he makes so many boneheaded decisions. And I think yeah. that team actually could be significantly better if he wasn't the person in charge of all the big decisions. He's a great defensive coordinator, don't get me wrong. Mm. And But I think he's the perfect example of someone who is a great defensive mind. But when it comes mm. to actually Should those high-pressure situations, not ready to step mm. up and make the right calls at the right times. But yeah, I think Eberfluss has obviously got a great, is probably the next to go realistically. Mm. And I think think that we'll see what happens on Thursday night football between the Panthers and the Bears. But if they lose that, he's under a lot of pressure. Okay. So it, the, the moment, this is why So the, the Raiders at home are one point dogs against the Jets, which I, I can't understand. I, I get that there is going to be, I'm assuming a lot of public money on the Raiders. Yeah. The, yeah. The Jets stunk the joint out and the Raiders had that Pierce everyone smoking cigars in the locker room might be my favorite image of the seeds after so beating Tommy DeVito <laughs> Tommy DeVito and going to four and five and they're smoking cigars I mean you can't win a game of football after doing that the week before I just don't think the world works in that way where you win a game against a backup a third choice quarterback who no one ever thought had a chance of making in the NFL mm. you win that game and then you're smoking cigars in the locker room like you've just won the AFC is Championship. Bad, is it bad karma? There's no way, surely, that you can win the game next week. And also, I mean, the problem is, it's one of those positions where I don't want to do it. I back the Jets. You know I back the Jets against the mm. Chargers. And it was horrendous. And Zach Wilson is awful. And I hate betting on him. Mm. And it's 
was just an incredibly painful watch because the Jets actually played really well defensively, but just couldn't get anything going on. Um, Can we add it to offense. our 10 commands? So on our, on our commands, no, because I'm going to back them this week. I'm backing the Jets. You're going to back in this. Yeah, okay. Of course I am. I have to back them in this spot. You have so to. What are we saying? Our, our commandments right now, we never, we'll never back against Mike Tomlin ever again. We're never going to back Baker Mayfield. Never back Mahomes below uh, as a favorite of below a field goal or as an underdog. Yes. Okay. Like you did last week. Just never like do a, it. Oh God. Yes, I did. But to be fair, the I, we haven't mentioned actually the money line treble came in, so I kind of redeemed yes. myself a little bit with that. All right. I, so I'm on. I'm on the Raiders here. Are you? Yeah. I understand yeah. why, but my problem is that is everyone's going on the Raiders. And no mm. one. Why is the line there then? Why are they one point dogs home? Yeah, because. Every, but what do the bookies want you to do? What does that line suggest you to do? Well, I know. I guess why I think it's a trap. But... Yeah, it's obviously a trap. It's the it's the biggest trap of the week. They want everyone to back the Raiders in this spot. They want them. It's a prime time game. No one who those casual betters are going to sit there and think, "Oh, I'm going to back the Jets in this game." You know, like why can would I you? watch this? Can I watch this on the plane? Because I'll be like ten thousand miles up in the air. Are you going to be able to? Am I able to get? There? I managed to watch Giants Jets on the plane last year. One of okay. the best things I managed to win. I oh, know it was Cowboys Giants. I managed to watch on the plane last year yeah. back from New York, and it was one of the yeah. best experiences I've ever had. That was okay. that felt like life has gone to another level for me. You know, I'm watching an NFL game live on a plane. I'm going to be. I mean, because it's something I thought we'd probably be able to. Right, it should be on there. Gambling on a plane might be one of my favorite things I've ever oh, done. Well, how would I? Ga- how do you gamble though with a? Well, you do it before you get on the plane. Oh, okay, all right. But you're there, like yeah, but you're there obviously. The best player before. now. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna go. We're gonna oppose each other on that one, there, okay? Because I'm gonna take. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'll call it now. I'm gonna take Dallas as my Drew Lock of the week. Um, okay, but I'm gonna take action on the Raiders as well. Those are the two games because it's a really hard week. I think ten and it's a um, bad week of football. Yeah, it's a bad week of football. A lot of games. I just don't really know where I stand. So I'm trusting. I'm trusting my instinct on these the other one i looked at that i want your take on was the 49ers jags yeah well that's yeah well to be honest with you when i first saw it i saw it two and a half uh, at the beginning of the week and i like the 49ers in that spot i like them as a bounce back i think the jacksonville jaguars as much as i've only they've only got two losses i still Mm. necessarily don't think i'm that convinced there's periods of games where they just completely fall apart and when you look at the teams they've beaten steelers obviously one of the poorest offences in the league. The Saints, I've just said, have one of the worst head coaches in the league. The Colts seem to be a completely different team week in, week out. And that Bills win in London now looks a lot worse than it did at the time. I think everyone thought that was a statement win, but that was at the beginning of the Bills sort of deterioration. So the Jags aren't necessarily the most convincing five and two team I think I've ever seen in my entire life. But at the same time, sorry, six and two team, I should say, um, but at the same time, it's now got to three because people mm. obviously thinking similar to me and there's obviously money coming in on the 49ers. Mm. It's got to three and that just because the Jags are at home, that fears like you're just doing a home underdog, getting a field goal, going up against a team that has looked worse in recent weeks. I know they've just come off a bye week. They are going to have Debo Samuel back by all accounts, which is a major addition. Trent mm-hmm. Williams, we're yet to yet to know whether they're going to have him back. But I think that will be a huge point for the game because obviously the, the Jaguars can generate pass rush with the likes of Josh Allen. Um, so it's a, it's a fascinating game. But what I'll probably do now is I liked it two and a half for the 49ers. I'm just going to do that thing where if it goes below three, I might take the 49ers. If it goes mm. above three, I might take the Jacksonville Jaguars because I can mm-hmm. easily see this game finishing as a three-point game because I think it's going to be tight. I think they're two good football teams. Mm. But my fear with the Jaguars is 
that they could just completely collapse in this game. And that'd be that uh, one game where they just allow Elijah Mitchell and McCaffrey to run all over them. Brandon Mm. Ayuk absolutely torches this secondary. Mm. And you start claiming that Brock Purdy's back in for a shout for the MVP. Top eight, top eight, top eight. I'm going to call it. I like the 49ers a lot in this spot. How about that? All right, that's where I'm leading. We will get Propos uh, picks on the other side. He'll give us his Drew Locke of the week, Propos prop bets of the week as well. We'll do our Moneyline Travel and we'll pick our FFS Daily Fantasy Team of the Week as well. Remember, we are proudly sponsored by Fitstairs, who offer more ways to bet than any other bookie, which is why they're Propos' favorite, quite frankly. If there's a prop that you want that isn't listed, you get in touch with their broken team on live chat and they will give you a price. 21 plus, be gambling.org. Hit up the Fitzburg link, uh, Fitzburg, Fitstairs link in our bio if you want to have some action. Right, we're going to take a quick break on the other side. Propos, Drew Lock of the Week coming your way. All right, Propo, the pressure's on. This could be a really key week for us both. We're both four and five. We're like those teams that are thinking, well, hasn't been the greatest season, but we could still make a playoff tilt. Tilt, yeah. God, Freudian slip. Playoff push. Uh, I'm, I'm going on tilt after my strong start to the season. You, on the other hand, are kind of a mixed bag. Big, yeah. big week. We could divide in the road here. So which way are you going? Um, obviously came through with the under last week you said it was a little bit jammy uh, I think unders tend to be quite jammy okay. like we had primetime unders are 22 and 7 this season which is an absolutely incredible statistic and the amazing thing I'm finding wow. about this is that people are still betting the over, over like in the last yeah. few minutes before the game people will yeah. still be backing the over which mm-hmm. is uh, is crazy to me like people should be Human aware nature. of the statistic and just the yeah. kind of trend but at the same time you kind of understand why because you're going to sit down you watch a game you want to you want points but i do mm-hmm. argue the opposite way i do quite like the fact that you either get the benefit because obviously we're betting responsibly on this podcast and we're not mm-hmm. betting insane amounts so like it's not the end of the world if I sit there. And if Chiefs Dolphins turns into a shootout last week, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh God, now my day's ruined because I've lost mm. a bet watching. I'm just, I'm watching two great teams go toe to toe. It's it's great mm. entertainment. So I quite like the opposite direction, but I am going to go with another, another under this week. It's definitely not prime time. And I'm relieved it's not prime time. I am going to go with the Packers Steelers under 39. This is purely just based on the fact that these two offenses are horrendous. I obviously had a Christian Watson um, over receptions, over receiving yards in a prop bet last week, which didn't come off. Could have come off maybe by about 100 yards if Jordan Love could complete throws that most NFL quarterbacks could. I really am frustrated watching him uh, play in this team. I don't know if it's just because we're so used to watching great quarterbacks play in those famous uh, uniforms, mm-hmm. but it really is tough to watch because their receivers are actually getting quite a lot of space and they're getting open, but Jordan Love just can't seem to make completions. It wasn't horrendous last week. He played better than usual, but that is going up against one of the worst secondaries and one of the most banged up secondaries in the LA Rams. That game was horrendous, by the way. If anyone actually sat and watched it, it was terrible. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers on the other side of the ball, obviously much better defense, caused Will Levis some problems, but I... Don't think that Kenny Pickett's going to be able to get much going up against this Green Bay Packers defense. Also, I think both pass rushes will have a field day going up against these offensive lines. I think the secondaries, I think the likes of Jay Alexander could have a big game. So I think that this game, realistically, I'm not even necessarily backing the defenses in the spot now. I am just mm. going against these two offenses. <laughs> I don't believe in I don't believe in either of these offenses at all. I think mm. they're both broken. So I'm going under 39 in Packers Steelers. That is Propos Prop Bet of the Week. Uh, locked not my Prop here. Bet of the Week. Uh, is, uh, Drew Lock of the Week. <laughs> Jumping ahead. Propos Drew Lock of the Week. Uh, let's get your Prop Bets and then we'll do our money on our lacquer and then we'll pick our FFS Team of the Week. We're just coming thick and fast with the pick. So yeah, rolled last week with the Prop Bets. How are you feeling this week? 
Yeah, so obviously we're recording a little bit earlier this week, so we haven't got the lines out. So I'll return to what I did. I think it must have been about week three or week four, which actually was mm-hmm. very successful, which is a couple of touchdown scorer bets. First one I'm going to is DK Metcalf to score a touchdown against the Washington Commanders, obviously for the Seattle Seahawks. The man may have only scored two touchdowns this season, but I think this is a good opportunity to get him at a buy low spot for DK. He has 12 targets in the red zone, that um, and he's, but he's come up against some pretty strong secondaries this week's not the case. He's going up against a commander's team that have allowed the second most passing touchdowns this season. So I like Metcalf to get in the end zone. Another team who struggles against the pass is the LA Chargers. So this week, I love Amon Ross and Brown to score a touchdown. So Brown already has three receiving touchdowns this season and has been targeted by Goff 19 more times than any other receiver for this Lions side. He is the star of this receiving corps. So give some Brown to score a touchdown in this one. And my last one, a little bit bolder, but I do like it. It's Dalton Kincaid to score a touchdown for the Buffalo Bills going up against the Denver Broncos. Since Knox was injured, Kincaid has been an absolute star for this Bills despite their struggles. 23 receptions in his last three games, including a touchdown against the Bucks in primetime. That's where he returns this week, back to primetime, going up against the Broncos team that has struggled against tight ends all season long. So I like Kincaid scoring this one. So that's Dalton Kincaid score a touchdown. Amon Ross and Brown score a touchdown. Down and DK Metcalf to score a touchdown. Very quickly before we move on, that mm. quick take on three games. I just want your quick, just quick assessments on them. Mm-hmm. Browns getting six against the Ravens. Like the Ravens a lot in the spot. Do you? Yeah. Interesting. Well, because also the Browns. Who's just got on? Who's gone on IR in their secondary? Um. Oh God, it's um. Oh, who's their corner that's gone on IR? Well, they, not Ward. No, Cam Mitchell. Cam Mitchell. Um, and Jedrick Wills is as well on their line is out as well. So I think I think the Ravens, I, I get exactly what you're saying. I think they brought stays under seven. I'm all over that for the Ravens. Very interesting. Commander Seahawks. Seahawks oh. length six. God, I have I just I don't know where to start with that. It's just I looked at that and thought I just don't want to go anywhere near it. Detroit Lions laying two and a half points going to Los Angeles Chargers. Like the Lions a lot there. 99% of the cash. And yeah. 96% of the tickets are all on Detroit. Yeah, right. This is one of the most... I don't think I've ever seen a team traveling, mm. like an away team, with this much money on them, being this much of a public team. And I'm mm. inter- intrigued to see how much the books kind of push this out. Mm. Everyone is expecting the Lions to win this, despite the Chargers just winning in prime time. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone, every single podcast I've heard, every, every angle, single yeah. article I've seen. Two and a half as well, though. It's two and a half. The Lions yeah. are going on the road. The Chargers have won, what, back-to-back games. Yeah. And there's not... I haven't heard one person picking the Chargers. One trap. person. It's some kind of crazy ultra trap. I don't know. It's But it's just... Uh, can you see the... I mean, the LA Chargers were not that impressive against the Jets, realistically, were they? Going up against a team that doesn't have an offense. Lions it's, off the bye as well. I just don't know how you can back. I just don't really know how you can back the Chargers in this spot. I'm just not convinced by them at all. Herbert wasn't great on Sunday night, uh, Monday Night Football either. Hey, old, since we've been recording the show, I want to give a shout out to Rakesh. Remember Rakesh, of course, who uh, started building a story uh, on ChatGPT uh, about the show a while back. Uh, he is now, this is so kind of Rakesh, with the sad news that AZ Central, he's tweeted us at the NC show mm. uh, on Twitter, with the sad news that AZ Central is behind a paywall, uh, it's only right for you to add to your portfolio of channels. Introducing NC Central, all the hottest of hottest NFL takes. He's registered ncentral.co.uk for a year. So, has he? Genius. What a legend. Oh, so what that we is need to do, um, maybe we should start putting, get some chat GPT hot takes. Seems we've established that chat GPT has got a penchant for 
um, for anodyne statements about a game. Maybe that's what we should do. Start rolling that out. Hey, listen, I've got I've got a bit of a left field idea. I don't know how this is going to go down. You know, Moneyline Acker. Yeah. Could we record that and put that over on our YouTube channel and have that as a YouTube exclusive? What do you think about that, Propo? I mean, I'm more than happy for you to do that if you would Go like to do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. This, we'll roll it out this week. Our YouTube channel, just search the NC show, just search Nat Coombs show. You'll go and see our money line treble over on there. What are you smoking, bro? Because that's just a way of you not doing it yet. <laughs> that's just because you haven't worked out what you're going to do. That's that is... not, it's because I'm driving our our fantastic fans yeah, to our yeah, brand yeah, new yeah, YouTube yeah, channel yeah. where we want to be. So obviously if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you subscribe to the show as a pod. We want you to subscribe to it on YouTube as well. Cause that's where there's the video for the show. We're going to start putting longer form video out. And we said we're going to put exclusive video. So I think we should do that with our money line travel. And maybe I'm trying to buy us. If, if you yeah. Buy a little bit of time. Um, I will do the Peterman parlay on here though. Okay. Uh, I will start with my Cincinnati Bengals laying six and a half points against the Houston Texans. I've just mm. got to take Joe Burrow in this spot. Mm-hmm. obviously CJ Stroud is the talk of the town right now that has to be one of the best rookie quarterback performances we've ever seen but he's been a very very different quarterback on the road he's obviously had a loss to the Panthers mm-hmm. on the road lost to the Falcons as well on the road only putting up 19 points and 13 points in those games and I think that is quite a big telling difference and obviously for a rookie it's completely understandable as well going up against a Cincinnati Bengals secondary that's just stopped Josh Allen that's caused issues for Brock Purdy and this 49ers offense as well I think it's going to be a very different situation for him and if you put let 37 points go up against uh, Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans. I think as long as Jamar Chase plays, because he does have a back injury right now, then I think the Bengals have a good chance of winning this game relatively comfortably. The next bet I'm going to go for, I don't like it at all. I've just been absolutely destroying their coach and I don't have any (laughs) faith in them. But Mm. I am going to go with the Saints minus two and a half against the Vikings. Mm. I just think that it's going to be very hard for Josh Dobbs to replicate what he did against... against the Falcons last week, going up against a much better defense in the New Orleans Saints. Dennis Allen obviously will be able to dive up, dive up all sorts to try and stop the Vikings. And I think I like the Saints will be able to exploit the secondary with Chris Olave, Raheed Shahid. Obviously, we're a big fan of him on this podcast. So I like the Saints at minus two and a half in that one. And I also will take... The what do you think for the last one? I'm either going to go with I'm tempted by going with the Titans against Tampa Bay just because I like Will Levis going up against that secondary, or do we just go really ugly and we back the Patriots in Germany? Patriots in Germany, I'm more intrigued with. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do let's it. It's the ugliest thing of all time, but at the same time, I think if there's one matchup that Bill Belichick can exploit, it's going up against Gardner Minshew in Germany, traveling. I think it's going to be a home crowd for the Patriots. I think there's a much bigger chance of there being more Patriots in the crowd than the Colts. The Patriots were horrendous last week. So, so bad. Mac Jones played terribly, but I'll back this defense to cause enough problems for the Colts. So we'll go with the Saints, minus two and a half. The Patriots, plus two and a half. And we'll go with the Bengals, minus six and a half. And just to finish off with our picks for the week, let's go to ChatGPT mm. and read this out for you because I have managed to get a pick from what them. What has ChatGPT got against me? Um, uh, and they say, Tampa Bay and Tennessee could engage mm. in a high-scoring game with both teams putting up a strong fight. It could come down to the wire. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say the final score will be Tampa Bay 31, Tennessee 28. So wow. GBT is <laughs> going for the Tampa and Baker Mayfield will let over shoot out. Oh my back God. the over for the chat GPT and okay. also back Tampa Bay to cover. All right, there you go. Tampa Bay to cover. All right, there we go. Chat GPT. Well, that's I've got to find out what I mean. We need to I need to I'll get offline with Chat GPT and just need to thrash it out. We might need some kind of it really didn't take that much persuasion. I don't know why it takes you so long. 
I think it's now got it to its head that it doesn't want to give me a, I'm, I'm going to work on my prompts to chat GPT. All right, time for our FFS team of the week. Now, of course, we have a, an NT show listener league over on DraftKings. Go get involved with that. It's free to enter uh, the contest. They're a mixture of free and paid contests. The $5 to enter contest where the high rollers roll. That's where Propo uh, made his money. Yeah, he's very happy about that. Uh, we'll be entering our show team into that and into the free to enter contest as well, uh, which there are two. The other one is the one we do in partnership with USA Sports. We don't put our show team in that. A hundred spots in that one to so go get involved with that. You can win much. Uh, every week, uh, courtesy of our friends at USA Sports. The league is free to enter, as I say. You can pick a team every week. You'd have to put a penny in. Or if you want to roll the dice a bit, you can do that as well. All right. This is my team, our team for this week. I'm going Dak Prescott, a quarterback, for obvious reasons I'm guessing, because I think they're going to shellac the New York Giants at 6-7 as well. I think that's pretty good value. You'd be pretty happy for me, uh, with me, I should say, Propo. My first running back is Joe Mixon. Yeah, averaging like 16 and a half uh, fantasy points over the last two games. The Jags run defense mm, is dangerous, but I still feel Texans. Uh, what did I say? The Jags, run. The Jags Texas yeah, run Texans. defense uh, isn't a top 10, right? In terms of uh, no. yards per game. The Bucs man- the Bucks- the Bucks managed to run on them, which if the Bucs can run on you, then anyone can run on you. Exactly. Well, that's good enough for me, Propo. Uh, speaking of which, Rashad White, I'm going to add at 5'8". Uh, <laughs> He had a that was well timed. Perfect segue. Uh, hundred scrimmage <laughs> yards. It's like we rehearsed this. Hundred scrimmage yards uh, for the second week in a row, uh, and that's uh, one yard away in week seven from making it three in a row. Right. So mm-hmm. here's the other thing I like about Rashad White in our daily fantasy. He's playing seventy-seven and a half percent of snaps. Uh, yeah, so Tennessee do have a very good run D though. It's, uh, his, it's, it's his, vo- his role in the passing game, which is the I guess the the point here. If they do manage to generate. Uh, some kind of pressure onto Baker Mayfield. I'll have to get the ball out quickly and Rashad White could mm. benefit there. So, and also, at that you price, the I obvious. think it's decent. You forget the obvious as well, Propo. Chat GPT just said it's going to be a shootout, right? True, true, true. <laughs> He's going to have three touchdowns at this rate. Yeah. Now, this is where I think it's got a little bit... So, CD Lamb, I'm handcuffing with uh, with yep. um, uh, Dak Prescott. I've gone for Odell Beckham at the opposite end of the spectrum. Upside it. I think he's looking for him more and more. And I could see Odell getting in the end zone. 3-8, that's crazy good value. And I think Baltimore will, despite the Cleveland D, I think banged up in the secondary, as I say, I think they're mm-hmm. going to have, uh, well, if not an easy time of it, then a straightforward time of it. I like Baltimore a lot in that spot. I like Odell stepping up. You mentioned him a moment ago. He's a one of our show faves. Shahid, I've got for 4-3, uh, New Orleans at Minnesota. I've gone because it's just crazy good value. Kyle Pitts is only 4-1. So big mm. upside, boom or bust. Um, the brilliant Travis Etienne up against San Francisco. We know can mm. run on this 49ers D. Uh, he's 7-1. And then I've gone for the Bucks D against Tennessee at 3-5. So that is my show team. Marks out of 10, Propo? Six and a half. Hmm, okay. All right. Well, that's not, it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah. Well, it's only because I don't think we have one of the same players. Actually, we've both got Shahid, which Shahid. is, we've Big both got Shahid. Yeah. Chunk. Yeah. But I think we're always going to have Shahid because he's so cheap and he's good hmm. value. And he's the perfect DraftKings player because he is the definition of boom or bust. Like he's yeah. either going to catch like an 80 yard touchdown or he's hmm. not going to even have a catch. So I do quite like that. Um, I'll quickly run hmm. through my team. Obviously, I'm going to have. DK Metcalf in there, Amon Ross and Brown, because I have them to score touchdowns. And right. of course, uh, but I have changed my tight end because obviously you can't have Dalton Kincaid because he's not playing on Sunday. My mm. quarterback's Geno Smith going up against that Washington secondary. Mm. I thought they actually played very poorly last week. Their defense has got significantly worse, obviously not having Chase Young or Montez Sweat in there. So mm. I think that this will be a good opportunity for Geno Smith to bounce back after a poor week. I'm obviously handcuffing him with DK Metcalf. Najee Harris at 4,900, I, I like think that. is a really 
decent price going up against a Green Bay team that struggles against the run. I think this is game is going to be tight. Cage, I've always backed the under, as well as my Drew Locks. I think there's going to be a lot of running the ball. Everyone's saying about Jalen Warren. He's basically the same price as Warren, but Harris still gets the majority of snaps, and I think he'll get the end zone looks as well. So I like Najee Harris at 4,900. I'm going for Tony Pollard for the Dallas Cowboys. Has been really disappointing for fantasy players this season. I think everyone thought he was going to have a huge year after every, after taking over officially from Ezekiel Elliott and all of the promise he showed last year. This, I think, is a great spot for him because it's likely the Cowboys are going to be up by 17 points in the first quarter slash second quarter. So what they're going to do, they're just going to run the ball, kill the clock. And I like Tony Pollard to have a couple of explosive plays. Like Cameron Ross and Brown, as I've already said, said in my prop bets, Raheed Shahid as well, of course, I've already mentioned. Gerald Everett, I like for the Chargers going up against Detroit. That's purely because of how banged up the wide receivers are for the LA Chargers. Obviously not having Mike Williams, not having Palmer. So I think Gerald Everett, he basically plays a wide receiver anyway for them, not really doing as much of the blocking game for the Chargers. So I like him to get a bit more looks from Justin Herbert. Christian Watson, again, I'm going to put him in there. I just can't, right I can't get rid of him. It just, he's going to be, there's going to be a game where he scores two touchdowns and has 160 yards, because it's just, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is the Falcons. I'm going for the Falcons D, mm. just in case Clayton Tune plays, just in case. Mm, it's a what again, boom or bust for Propo. He came second in the, in the Sharks League last time. So uh, he, he knows what he's doing. So back uh, his team, go with some of our picks, maybe a mix of the both. Roll your own dice as well. Go get involved with it. The link is in the show notes, or you can just go over to DraftKings. If you don't have a DraftKings account, just set it up. Use the promo code NC show. It'll take you to the listener league. If you have any problems finding our listener league or the contest, just tag us on Twitter or on social media. Seven of the guys will send you a link or invite you to the league. Uh, and go play. Like I say, it's free to enter and prizes each and every week. So that's it, Propo. It is a whistle stop whirlwind kind of show, but I think we covered a lot of ground. I think we had a lot in there and we'll have our money like that ready for you over on a YouTube channel. 100%. It's, uh, yeah, we're both going to be not in the country at completely different places watching football. What's better? What is better than that? Enjoy, Frankfurt. I will be sending you uh, updates from me and Betty. Keep an eye on our social channels, actually, because we're going to be firing stuff out from both places, actually. All, of course, will be over in Frankfurt uh, for the Patriots game. So we'll get some stuff out on our channels uh, from there. And we'll uh, be at the Florida State Miami game as well. Apparently going to a high school game on Friday, too, Betty sorting out. So there's a lot going oh, on there. I'm Looking going to Stuttgart to- Dortmund on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Sneaky yeah. smart getting that in. Um, yeah. Where is that in Stuttgart? Yeah. What's the distance from Stuttgart to Frankfurt? I have absolutely no idea. Now, I'll work that on Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. Road trip. No You're getting a motorbike cab to it properly. Yes, exactly. I'll be getting a motorbike <laughs> cab and I'm going to be very hungover, I assume. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, see. Sounds good. Sounds like a broadcast that'll be on point. Um, <laughs> go listen to that as well. Get a, take in the show. Uh, TalkSport 2 is the place uh, to do it. Uh, Will, Gavin, who's with Will this Sunday? It'll be Simon Clancy again, and then a range of guests. Oh, Clancy, we're yeah. gonna have, yeah, we're gonna have Patriots. Cause Clancy, of course, who is the uh, the face of NFL Legendary. UK media right now, isn't he? Oh, so if you haven't seen this, go and seek it out. Cy Clancy, who back in the day was uh, an exec at Radio Five. I worked with him when we were doing the Radio Five live coverage the pre Talk Sport era. Uh, brilliant, brilliant football mind. Massive Miami Dolphins fan. Asked a question to Mike McDaniel in the press conference last week, which blew Mike McDaniel's socks off. He was so impressed with the depth of knowledge. And the cadence that uh, Simon Clancy was talking about in terms of the the Dolphins' offense, it is brilliant stuff, and loving that, loving that. Had like to go four million views. Legendary. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of thing we need a bit more of. Um, just stamping respect on the UK's literacy, and I know a lot of you out mm. there um, will respect that, and, and we'll probably share a similar depth of knowledge and level of knowledge. So, 
big up Simon Clancy flying the flag for all the X's and O's guys out there. Brilliant stuff. Right, enjoy yourself, Propo. Take care. I'll see you on the other side. Sports Social Podcast Network.